Welcome to Keystone Education Radio, the podcast for all things focused on education in Pennsylvania. Now here's your host, Nathan Maines. Community service is an important educational component for most school districts. For schools, community outreach can improve relationships with their stakeholders and increase taxpayer satisfaction with their local schools. Outreach projects serve as a valuable tool to enhance the understanding between and among diverse communities while also providing the manpower needed to achieve community goals. It's crucial for schools to graduate competent learners who are ready for the workforce or higher education and that are well on their way to becoming socially responsible global citizens. For the student, successful community outreach or service learning is that extra opportunity to gain a deeper understanding of his or her own skills as they enhance the quality of life for others in meeting real community needs. What are some of the ways Pennsylvania students are giving back to their communities? The Success Starts Here website hosts stories from schools from all corners of the state that are actively involved in their communities. These projects run the gamut from district-wide fundraising events to fight pediatric cancer, to groups who offer free tech support assistance to community members, to students who give time to maintain local parks and build outdoor community classrooms. In this episode of Keystone Education Radio, we'll talk to a few of those districts who are deeply committed to giving back to their communities. Field correspondent Steve Robinson took time to talk with some of those involved with these projects. We're talking with representatives of Pleasant Hill Middle School in West Jefferson Hills School District, which is located south of Pittsburgh. Hi and welcome. Can each of you introduce yourselves for the uh, listening audience? Hello, I'm Shanice McNeil. I'm Christine Rossi. Hi, I'm Kevin Janala, a sixth grade math teacher. I'm Robert Kerr, seventh grade social studies. Okay, and Shanice and Christine, you're both students. What grades are you in? Um, I'm in seventh grade. And I'm in eighth grade. Great. Well, thank you for joining us. The story that, that we first heard on the uh, Success Starts Here website tells about how Pleasant Hills Middle School organized a food drive for a local food bank, raising and donating more than 10,000 pounds of food this year alone. Your story mentions that your food drive exceeded last year's efforts, which tells us that this isn't the first time uh, for this effort. So can uh, one of you tell us how long Pleasant Hill Middle School has been collecting food, uh, I guess, around the Thanksgiving time for, uh, for the local community? Sure. Uh, this is our currently our 10th year of collecting food. Um, about 10 years ago, we had a former employee. Uh, her name was Joy Schmidt, and she contacted our principal, Mr. Como, um, about a food bank in, in West Elizabeth that was running short for the holidays. And uh, Mr. Como talked to Mr. Kerr and I, and we just we started right from there 10 years ago. Great. Can you talk to the listeners a little bit about what goes into a food drive? We spend um, we spend roughly about a month starting right around the middle of October and then working our way up towards Thanksgiving. Uh, we just collect the food here at the building. Kids bring in food for their different homerooms. They bring in food for different classes. We have a student faculty volleyball game. Uh, we do all kind of different fundraisers and stuff to try to bring in food and cash donations um, for the food bank. It takes about a month, and all of our donations are provided by our students. And we have um, a couple corporate uh, corporate businesses that help us out with some donations as well in the local area. Great. So does that, the, the monetary donations, do they go right to the food bank or do you use it to, to buy food for the food bank? Uh, a little of both actually. We've done donations with Giant Eagle gift cards to the food bank. We've also taken the money and gone out and purchased items that the food bank is short on to donate those items specifically. 
Great. Um, how does the project tie into the district's community outreach goals? Um, one of our, uh, we have five core values in our district. One of them is empathy. And uh, through uh, the food drive, our students are, are practicing empathy by helping out those in need in our community who need food around the holidays or any time during the, the year. And what's been the community response in relation to this project? The community response is strong. We get, I mean, we get donations. We have kids that bring in as many as, I know one kid in particular this year brought in 800 canned goods worth of, of food. Um, so the community response is strong. We have students that go out with just a wheelbarrow and walk up and down their street and they fill it and bring that in. So the, uh, the community backs the project, you know, pretty well. Now, 10,000 pounds of food, that sounds like an awful lot, but I have no way of visualizing what that might look like. Can, can anybody describe what 10,000 pounds of food looks like as you're gathering that? If, if, you, if you came into our building, you would see a lobby that's probably about, it's a very big lobby, about half filled. Um, we get a medium-sized medium uh, rider truck, and that is filled from front to back with food. So it's, it's a significant amount and it seems like each year we have been able to exceed last year's total. Uh, when we started off our first year, I would say we were probably around maybe 2,000 pounds. Um, just starting out, we used a, a trailer to take the food, and now we're up to uh, like a medium-sized uh, truck rental to take this food to the food bank. Great. Now, Shanice and Christine, you're both students that, that work on this project. Um, tell, tell me a little bit about how long you have been working on the project and what made you get involved with it. As Mr. Kerr said earlier, we've been working on this project for about a month. We started around October and into November, and we really did it because we wanted to get involved in helping our community, and we really wanted to make a difference. Was this the first year that both of you worked on the project? Yes. Yes. And is it something you think you'll do again next year? I definitely will. I will help in the food drive. Where I will help whenever it's needed because I love helping the com helping within the community. That's wonderful. Uh, and and go ahead. I'm sorry. I want to help too uh, in the next year when I'm going to do it next year because I realized how much of an impact it made and how important it was. Yeah, I was going to ask you that. What, what have you learned from this experience? What, what really stood out to both of you? Yeah, I learned on how um, our principal told us how important it is to the food bank because a lot of our donations is what helps them get through for the winter. We noticed that there was a lot of food at the food bank and we realized that it that we made such a difference because people, they really needed that food right here. And what kind of takeaway would you like the listeners to, to know about this project and, and perhaps maybe if they, they are interested in setting up something similar in their community? I think something important would be that you, a little bit goes a long way because every student, if they like donated two cans, that was a lot to the food bank. Great. All right. Um, the, are there any other points that, that any of you, teachers, students, would like to make about the, uh, the community food drive? Yeah, I think the, the last thing I'd like to pitch in is just to thank some of our, uh, our corporate help. Um, Penske Truck Rental, they, they do a lot to help us get the, uh, the vehicle we need to move the food. And then uh, the Sam's Club Corporation has been involved in helping us out quite a bit as well. 
And, and I'd like to mention uh, a gentleman by the name of Mark Turley. Um, his students came through the school probably about eight, nine years ago. And when I, when I contacted him, he works for the Pittsburgh Penguins. He was able to get us a, a signed Penguin helmet, and we used that uh, as a raffle to increase our donations. And the students were pretty excited about having an opportunity to win that signed helmet. Yeah, I bet that'd be quite, a, quite a, an item to, to have in your hands. Yes. Wonderful. Well, we certainly appreciate you taking time to be on the podcast today and keep up the great work. Thank you for having us today. We appreciate it. After this short break, we'll continue our discussion on students giving back through a program at East Stroudsburg where students help the community with their technology questions. PowerSchool is the leading K-12 education technology provider of solutions that improve the education experience for 100 million students, teachers, and parents in over 70 countries around the world. PowerSchool provides the industry's first unified classroom experience, empowering teachers with best-in-class, secure, and compliant online solutions, including student information systems, learning management and classroom collaboration, assessment, analytics, behavior, special education case management, and finance HR ERP. Learn how PowerSchool does all of this and drive student growth. Visit PowerSchool.com. In East Stroudsburg Area School District, a group of students have decided to use their time and technology skills to give back to their local community. They call themselves the E-Team, and through the program, they invite the community in for free technology assistance. Joining us by phone today is Joe Martin. He's an instructional technology coach. Um, and one of the advisors uh, will give a shout out to Diana Allison, who was unable to join us today. She's uh, also an advisor of the program. Thank you, Joe, for joining us on the podcast today. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. So tell us a little bit about um, exactly what the E-Team e is and, and how it got started. Um, in a nutshell, what the E-Team is, it is a community service program um, where our high school students from both our district high schools, East Stroudsburg High School North and East Stroudsburg High School South, come together once a month to provide a community service in the form of um, technology troubleshooting and technology training to anyone, any adult member within our community. Is this offered during the school day or in the evening? Yes, uh, it's offered during the uh, school day. Um, a traditional day. It's once a month. We offer it um, eight times throughout the year. Um, the traditional day looks um, is similar to this. Um, registration starts at 9 a.m. At 9.30, um, we offer four one-hour trainings um, where students create formalized Google, present, Google slide presentations on any array of technology topics. Those are usually two students from each of our high school work collaboratively on Google Docs, and they will create a presentation. Um, so there's four concurrent sessions that are running. So this past month, we had one session on getting to know YouTube, um, photo apps in a snap, when that was focused on how senior citizens and anybody, adult member, can organize their photos from their iPads, smartphones, or any smart device that they have. Um, we also did another session on um, video conferencing or how to use your phone to um, do uh, FaceTime, Google Hangouts, and those types of things so that our adult community members can stay in touch with family. 
and the last one that we did was um, the latest iPhone updates. And while those four formal sessions are being, classroom sessions are being presented um, by the two presenters, we also give, during that one first hour, one-to-one um, -one technology assistance where anybody in the community will fill out an online registration form and what they will say. We will ask them if they want one-on-one -on -one help, and then we match them up with a student based on a needs assessment that we do with our E-Team students, what are their greatest strengths. Okay, great. It sounds like fairly simple stuff, but I'm sure it makes a big difference in the lives of these, the residents that come in for this, this assistance. It, it does. It does. Um, nine years ago when um, we created the program, it was myself and Brooke Lang, and she was orig the original co-advisor with me. We were taking our instructional technology uh, specialist certification. We had to create a, um, how should I say, we had to do an internship. And during that internship, we thought we would create um, a program of students coming from both our high schools and they would return to our schools working with teachers and helping the teachers troubleshoot um, educational technology. Um, about maybe three months into the program, we were asking the students how do they feel it's effective and they basically came out and said, our teachers aren't using us. And so we put it out to our students. We said, well, who would you like to help? And they said, um, we think we would like to help people like our grandparents, our parents, those types of people. Um, they came right out and said, we don't want to help our grandparents. We don't want our grandparents coming because um, it's just that dynamic of grandchild and grandparent working together, the patients. They said, we'd like people from the outside, someone we don't know to come in. So we have, um, currently we have 250 senior citizens on our email list. So every month, an email goes out with our program brochure, um, registration link, um, where we send it out, and then we usually typically get a response from anywhere from 50 to 65 senior citizens a month who attend our workshops. Wow, that's a, a great turnout. Um, the, the students themselves, how do they get involved, and how are they selected to be part of the e Okay. That's a great question. Um, it's an application process. Um, originally, when we started the E-Team approximately seven or eight years ago, we probably had 10 students, and that's probably 10 students from each of our two high schools that applied. It was an application process, and it still is. So um, we asked students just to write a very short essay about how they, how, how good they are with using technology, and one, how what is their focus for joining the E-Team. Um, since it's, uh, we're in our seventh or eighth year, I'm sorry, I keep thinking it's, it's probably eight. Since we're in our eighth year, we have a lot of, um, we have a great reputation among our students. So it's an application process. Students have to give a teacher recommendation. Um, they have to, again, write an essay, say how they um, plan to be an integral part of the E-Team. Um, so we do the teacher recommendation, principal recommendation, we check their attendance and those types of things. Um, and I think in the eight years of doing this program, we've really only had, to be perfectly honest, one issue with a student um, because it means so much to our students that they want to stay involved. So if a student's grades start slipping or anything like that, the teachers notify us and we let the students know you will not be back. Um, for one month until you get your grades up. So it's, it's like a, we've noticed that students, when we have that conversation with them about their academic performance, they're right on it because they've really made connections with the adults, the senior citizens particularly, in our community. 
I, I guess you have a lot of the same uh, residents returning. We do. We have uh, quite a few. We have um, the people. Some people have been coming for um, consistently for I'd say six to seven years. Um, we always have people that come back every month that might ask specifically um, for one student. If they very successful working with one student, they'll ask again. Can I have Michael? Can I have Devin? Can I have um, Miriam? Can I have Caitlin again because I worked so well with them? So it's. Students are making that connection with adults in the community, but also then um, when student adults come to um, the program for one-to-one -one help, we also find that students now are extending their presentation skills, but more importantly, they're showing these people, um, the individuals who attend, how to stay more connected, not only with their families through technology, but um, the rest of the world if I may use that term liberally. Sure. Yeah, that, that's great. Um, this is a program that probably could be replicated fairly easily in other locations. What kind of tips or advice would you give to districts that want to try to replicate this? Okay. Um, first of all, we would be glad to share um, anything with any school district that would love to replicate this. Um, we know that um, one of our former technicians who worked for our um, one of our building technicians um, who left our district uh, several years ago to work for another school district he replicated it um, within his school district within Pennsylvania um, calling it the E-team also uh, we also know that we have two former students who went on to college and they um, also replicated it as part of a community service learning program um, one is at Syracuse and the other one is this is a freshman she's a freshman now in college um, at um, Indiana University so I guess the biggest thing is um, First of all, we're willing to share, so um, I could give my email. May I give my email out? Sure. If people would like. Yeah, uh, my email is joseph-martin, M-A-R-T-I-N, at E-S-A-S-D dot net. We also have a website, which is E-S-A-S-D dot net forward slash community. Um, we have all of our presentations are up there. They're free for anybody to click, download if they want to get started. Um, tips and tricks. Uh, one, be patient. It took us a while. Um, when we first started, I'd say the first two years we did this, we probably only had 20 people come at a clip um, for each of our sessions. Um, and then we just contacted the newspapers. They started coming. We contacted our local um, uh, news affiliations, they started to come in and film the project. Um, again, it's just patience, um, and I don't feel anybody really has to recreate the wheel. We would be glad to share. If someone wanted to email me, we could set up a phone call, um, and we'd be glad to share the whole process with any, any school district that wants to set it up. Great. That's a very generous offer. Um, sure. Joe Martin, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Sounds like a great program, and um, wish you luck as the program progresses into the future. All right, thank you very much. Thank you. Finally, we visit the Colonial School District in Montgomery County to learn about the Spirit Team Program at the Plymouth Elementary School. Steve Robinson continues the discussion Hello? with students I'm and Michelle. staff involved. Hi, how are you? Good. Now with us is Michelle Wiedemoyer, a first grade teacher from Plymouth Elementary and Colonial School District in Montgomery County, which is just north of Philadelphia. 
Michelle is an advisor for the school's Spirit Team, a group of third grade students who meet before school each month and whose goal is reflected in their slogan, spreading kindness in our school and school community. Welcome, Michelle. Welcome. Thanks for having me. Sure. Hey, can you tell us a little bit about uh, the Spirit Team and how the team fits into the district's goals and the role in the community? Sure. So um, Spirit Team was started about six years ago at Plymouth. Myself and two other teachers decided we wanted to create an opportunity for students to participate in planning and also participating in community service activities within our elementary school, but also in our community. Um, The students attend a meeting once a month before school. At our meetings, we plan and we complete outreach projects that are student-driven ideas each year. So projects vary from year to year, depending on what the kids want to do. Uh, We also prepare them for a few community volunteer opportunities that we do after school in the evening. Um, Our mission is to spread kindness throughout our school and our school community, but it really has extended beyond that. The students are also leaders and role models in our building. They take um, an idea and they find ways that they can get the entire school involved and motivated. Um, The most exciting part is that many organizations are now recognizing our group and they're actually reaching out to us to ask for help in projects that they're doing. Um, So some of our projects have reached even beyond our local community. Um, For example, we do a huge project each year with the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. Um, And we've also formed a partnership recently last year with a local township park. Um, The Colonial School District strives to provide learning experiences um, to prepare a generation of lifelong learners, but their goal is also to graduate students that are not only highly educated citizens, but also students who are able to collaborate with others and that are committed to making a big contribution to our society. So the district really strives to work in partnership with the community to cultivate and prepare students to work up to their highest potential. Great. Is it just third graders that that work with this or is it beyond third grade? So the spirit team is made up of third graders and they can decide whether they want to be a part of our group. Um, But then the spirit team students, um, and it varies year to year, we have about 60 students involved this year um, out of our third grade. And then they kind of just get all of the other students within our school involved in fundraisers. But spirit team is the one that's leading it. Um, They do most of the projects that are after school and then maybe like things that we donate into the community. But when it's a drive or a fundraiser that involves the entire school, they're the ones to kind of spread the word and get everyone motivated to jump in and get involved. Great. Well, now I know that we heard about this program through our Success Starts Here website. And on that page, you shared a story about the Spirit team's visit to a local senior center recently. Tell us a little Mm -hmm. bit more about that and and the experience that both the seniors and the students had. Sure. So um, we recently went last month to Brightview Senior Center. Um, This was our first experience visiting um, there with the residents and connecting with them. We actually reached out to them since our students at one of our meetings had thought about wanting to support elderly in the community. And that was something that we hadn't specifically done before. So we connected with them and they were really excited. They thought that the residents would enjoy having the kids come. Um, So they decorated cupcakes with a Thanksgiving theme and then they brought board games to play with the residents. And we also, they also had made placemats um, ahead of time that they brought and they gave as a gift um, for them to use for Thanksgiving. So it was a really nice night. The residents really enjoyed talking to the students um, and learning how to play the games with them. And the kids just had such a great time. 
you know, getting to know someone new and just, you know, bringing a smile to their face. Yeah, it sounds like the students enjoyed the day as much as the, the residents did. Um, some of the games that, that they brought in, did that bring back any memories of the, the residents that were there? Oh, yeah, definitely. They, some of the games, they were like, oh, I remember playing this, <laughs> you know, when I was young, you know, some of those classic games. And then there were some new games that they had never played before. And so they were interested to kind of learn that. And they were just really impressed with how polite and well-behaved the kids were and they really said that they felt appreciated, and it just felt really nice um, to kind of laugh and just have a good, good time with the kids. Um, and the kids also said, too, a couple of the kids, when we talked to them, they said that they felt like they made a new friend um, with the residents there. And I think it was something that they weren't really expecting. You know, I think they weren't really sure what to walk away with, um, but they were really, you know, they really had a nice time. Okay. What overall, what, what do you hope the students gain from this experience, not just at the senior center, but um, through the spirit team in general? So we wanted the kids to walk away specifically with um, the Brave View Center, but we wanted them to walk away with an understanding to overall that you can do something very simple, like spending time with someone, and it can mean so much to them and make them really happy. We wanted them to recognize how important it is um, to think about others and to know that they can make a difference in someone else's life. Um, and someone that maybe they have never even met before or didn't have a connection with. Okay, great. And I'm sure that there would be other schools maybe listening to this podcast that would think, okay, how sounds like a, a great idea. How do I get started? So I'm sure that over the years you've uh, learned some, some tips, tricks, uh, things to maybe avoid. Um, any, any advice that you would give to uh, other districts? I think it's really important to kind of go with projects that the kids really um, – want to do because I think that that makes it more meaningful to them um, you know and just letting the kids sort of lead, take the lead with it um, but you know I one of the parts that was a big the biggest learning experience for us was now being trying to be very organized about planning out projects because we have so many places that we've helped in past years and then new ones that we add each year we try to change it up and just kind of really you know scheduling things and trying to fit in as much as we can um, but that's also exciting because I feel like our group has grown over the years too, getting the word out um, and getting a lot of you know kids involved. So, um, Michelle, what would you say is the most important takeaway that you'd like to leave us with? I think how important it is to teach children at a young age that helping out in the community is important and that they can really make a difference in what they're doing. Um, teaching children to make positive choices and to give of themselves um, is just as important a focus than academics are. Um, it's an important that we teach children to show others by their actions and that they can get involved and also encourage others to get involved too. Great. Okay. Well, I'm joined here with Michelle Wiedemoyer, the first grade teacher from Plymouth Elementary and Colonial School District. Michelle, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thank you so much. We'd like to thank all our guest districts for sharing their stories with us. For these and more examples of the great things happening in Pennsylvania public schools, see www.successstartshere.org, follow us on Twitter, at SuccessStartsPA, and on Instagram, at SuccessStartsHerePA. We'll see you next time on Keystone Education Radio. The views and opinions expressed on the Keystone Education Radio podcast are solely the views and opinions of our guests and do not reflect the views and opinions of the Pennsylvania School Boards Association. Thank you.